The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNNBA to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to a Monday morning edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Currently 8 o'clock on the West Coast. I've been getting a lot of tweets and a lot of DMs about what's going on with the NBA Gambling Podcast and why we're not getting episodes. But you know what? We're here. We figured everything out and we're going to get the DJs and our listeners what they want. And it's that content that game-by-game breakdown, player props, total bets, everything. And joining me this morning to break it all down for this Monday morning edition in the nine games that we have on the schedule tonight is my main man, my co-host, Terrell Furman. Terrell, how are you feeling today, bro? Yes, sir. Hey, I'm excited. The NBA is in full swing, yo. Like, we seeing 40 balls dropped out the ass. We seeing 30 <laughs> balls dropped out the ass. Like, I'm, I'm ready for somebody to just give us a, a once-in-a-lifetime show. Like, I'm ready for it. Let's go. Yeah, man, this is going to be uh, – we're, we're getting into the full swing of things here, and I'm excited, man. Again, we're, we're, we get ga- daily games back where we get to get – Bet on games daily. We don't have to wait for football on Monday. So we're back in action here. So like I said, guys, uh, the plan for today is we're going to go through every single game on the Monday uh, night schedule here tonight. Uh, Terrell and I will talk about the side total, any player props that um, Terrell does have, and uh, we'll just take it game by game. So let's just dive right into it, Uh, Terrell. Let's start with the first game on the slate here. Uh, Let's go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Visiting the Indiana Pacers tonight, currently seeing a line of Bucks favored by two on the road. Total sitting at 229 and a half. Uh, Terrell, where are you going with this game, buddy? Um, so this this line has dropped a little bit. It was uh earlier today when I was looking while I was going through work, it was at I seen three and a half at some spaces and mm-hmm. you know, three majority everywhere, but now it's at two. It looks like 51% of money coming in on Indiana here, um, and it's dropping the line a little bit. I am – I'm on the Bucks. Okay. I feel, it, this feels like a – just a Milwaukee on the road get right spot. Mm. But I'm hesitant because I know last year I was shitting on Milwaukee on the road like the entire season. They just weren't – it was literally the tale of two cities with Milwaukee. Like they would go and dominate these teams and look like that 60-win team 
at home and then they get on the road and they'll lose games to the Cavs. They'll lose games to the Thunder. And you're like, dog, what? Like, what? what is this team yeah. right now? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, it's not championship hangover. Uh, but the Pacers are scoring 19, 119 points per game, mm-hmm. giving up 116 points per game. I just don't think you can give up that many <laughs> points with the Bucks. Like I think yeah. if you if you're averaging giving up 116 points, the Bucks are gonna go in there and try to score 120, 130, and that's gonna be a really big hole for the Pacers to try to climb out of. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm looking at the side, and it, it's kind of yeah, you feel it feels a little trappy, right? Because I think people will see that hey. The defending champions are only a two-point favorite. Let me jump on that real quick. Um, but like you said, the, you know, 51% of the money is coming in on Indiana here for this game. That's why the line is dropping towards Indiana. Um, I- I'm looking more so at the total here in this game, and, and I'll give you a couple of reasons why. And you just mentioned it, number one, that Indiana is scoring points, but they're also allowing points also, right? And I know this is a very small sample for what we've seen so far, but both of these teams are mm-hmm. averaging about 14 three-point shots made per game. Milwaukee is number six, Indiana is at number 10, and they're also getting up the shots too, right? Uh, both of yeah. these teams are top 10 in three-point attempts at about 40 apiece. So um, we'll see, I think, a lot of three-point shots being um, put up in this game. And again, Troy, let me ask you this. Is there a guy on this Indiana team that can get in front of Giannis or slow Giannis down at all. I just don't see it. I don't think Sabonis has the the frame for it. He doesn't have a muscle for it. And I don't think uh, Miles Turner is quick enough on his feet to stay mm-hmm. with Giannis if he's guarding him. I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's a um, it's a hit or miss. Giannis has some games where he's just absolutely killed the Pacers, but then there's games where they kept them relatively in check. Yeah. Um. Now, is that necessarily the players or is that the coaching? We're gonna have to go and see. Um, yeah. And see what Rick Carlisle dials up to kind of slow Giannis down. But if Giannis is playing how he's been playing this season, and you know, alluding to working on that jump shot over mm-hmm. you know being able to score in different levels of the game instead of just going downhill down to paint then Giannis is going to be absolutely unstoppable and this is going to be one of those games where we're like yeah that's that MVP Giannis that you know was a two-time MVP of this league so yeah I'm I'm I don't think that they have anybody right now I think that it's going to be a lot of team defense and just more of hey somebody other than Giannis got to beat us mm-hmm. um you know make Chris Middleton make more shots make Drew Holiday take those shots but that's just the thing they have guys like Chris Middleton Drew Holiday they have Grayson Allen who can go and shoot lights out from three whenever he really wants like yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be tough I think there's just too many options for this Pacers team so yeah this looks like a trappy line and if the if the Bucs honestly don't cover this game, I'll probably sit there and fade the Bucs on the road again this year. But mm. I think that this is a spot. I think the line is too short, and I think the Bucs could come out here and get, uh, you know, a two-possession win. Yeah, I think but that – I will... definitely love the over. Definitely love the over. Yeah, 100%. I think that we also need to kind of take a look at the injury report here early in the morning. I'm seeing that Dante DiVincenzo is still out. Uh, Drew Holiday is doubtful for the game tonight. I know he was dealing with that injury on opening night. He played in their last game, I believe. But I do see that he is doubtful. Brooke Lopez also doubtful and Semi Ojale also out for this game. Bobby Portis is currently questionable. So, you know, with all those type of injuries, I kind of got to lean with the Pacers here, man. Um, you know, the money's coming in on them. I think that uh, definitely I do agree with you about the over uh, 229 and a half in this game. Um, so I'm leaning towards the Pacers here, and I'm going to also agree with you on the over uh, for this game. Any final thoughts for this uh, game, Troy? You want to move on to the next one? 
Uh, just both teams are two on one to the over right now. So yeah. over looks pretty good. I like it. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Let's move on to the next game here. We have the Boston Celtics coming off of their first victory last night against my Houston Rockets. I believe it was 107-97 win for them. They head to Charlotte to take on the undefeated Charlotte Hornets, I fours, believe. Fours. <laughs> uh, minus one on the road here. I see a over-under of 223.5. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game, buddy? Yeah, I'm on Charlotte. Yeah, I'm on Charlotte. I, I just don't. This this Boston Celtics team hasn't proven to me this year that they're any different than last year. Like they're still kind of a middle of the road um, East team, and Charlotte looks the part. Like Charlotte looks the part right now. Mm-hmm. You know they're averaging 119 points per game. That's uh, good for top five in the league, and you're shooting 38.7 percent from three right now. And then you yep. got. Uh, Gordon Hayward, his first game against Boston since, you know, leaving. And mm-hmm. he's out here, 17.7 points per game, six assists per game. And then uh, Miles Bridges is just the story, just the story so far. He's coming on back-to-back 30-point games. Yeah. Back-to-back 30-point games. And so he's also shooting a high percentage from three, and he's second on the team in rebounds. Like, he's just doing it all for his team right now. So uh, I'm I'm on Charlotte. I don't know – I. Without Jalen Brown is a game time decision with yep. his knee. Also, the note for Charlotte Terry Rozier is a game time game time decision with his ankle. So, um, I don't know if I don't know if Boston has enough. If if Charlotte can keep this scoring uh, rampage that they've started off the season with, I don't know if Boston can keep up even with you know guys like Jason Tatum. Yeah, I, and you just took the words out of my mouth, right? And I think that offensively, I mean, last night I think was a telling story for me because the Rockets number one. Uh, turn over the ball at a very, very high rate. And they're defensively, like we talked about at the beginning of the season, they're not going to be a very good defensive team. And for them to only put up 107 points last night, I know Jalen Brown didn't play, but then again, we take a look against the Raptors. They only put up 83 points Mm -hmm. in their first game. They had 134, but that was in double overtime. So again, offensively, I want to see more out of this Boston Celtics team before I can back them. I'm with you on the Charlotte Hornets at home plus the one. I'm also going to be probably looking at Charlotte Hornets team total here. Uh, like you mentioned that they've been on fire, you know, shooting the basketball, scoring points at will. They've scored a, I believe, at least 116. Sorry, they scored mm-hmm. 111, 123, and 123 in their first three games. Mind you, it was against some subpar defensive teams. But like you said, I feel like there's just so much good talent on this team from, from Bridges to Hayward to LaMelo Ball. Um, the list goes on. P.J. Washington. A lot of great mm-hmm. names on this team. So um, I would agree with you about Charlotte as a very, very small home underdog here at plus one. Uh, let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Detour- Detroit Pistons heading to the ATL to take on the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young. Currently seeing a line of minus 11 and a half, total of 212 and a half. Uh, where are you going with this uh, game, uh, Terrell? So Atlanta comes out home game, home opener and dogs Dallas in the second half. Yep. And then they go on the road to Cleveland and lose. (laughs) So, yeah. And, and they lose by six after they were pretty big favorites. So I, maybe, maybe Atlanta's a home team. Like maybe, 
this is really early and it's super speculative, guys. And that's why we tell you, you know, bet low these yep. first month of the season, to be honest. And, you know, we're just trying to sit here and just try to pick at anything. Pick at anything because if you can if you can pick at something and you can guess it before everybody else, you're gonna make a lot of money before the books catch on. Yeah. And so yeah, they they might be they might be one of those teams that can cover these big numbers at home. I normally don't like to lay big numbers like that in the NBA. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think that any these are still elite athletes in the NBA, and any team can get up for any game at any given night. So, yeah. but uh, this Hawks team just looks different at home. They move the ball around. They're able to score. It just feels like everything goes in for that team. So, I'm rolling with the Hawks, and and I'm gonna lay the points with them. I just I can't get behind. I can't get behind this Detroit team right now. Yeah, I agree with you, Terrell. Even if you look at their first two games they play, they have to play Chicago back to back, one at home and one on the road in Chicago. They've only put up eighty-eight in game one and eighty-two in game two. So I just don't think that offensively, right now, Detroit has enough to keep up with what the Atlanta Hawks have on the offensive end. Trey Young, John Collins, Bogdanovich. Um, the I mean, Kevin Herter, they have so many good guys on this team that can go out any single night and drop 20 points against you on, on a given night. So I just don't think offensively that the, uh, sh- the Detroit Pistons are going to be able to keep up with the Atlanta Hawks. And like you mentioned, right, Atlanta just plays better at home. We saw it last mm-hmm. year in the playoffs. We saw it all last year throughout the season. I agree with you again. I got to lay the points here, the 11 and a half <clears throat> with, with, the, uh, with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, total, I'm, I'm leaning towards the under here. I just feel like, again, like I mentioned, that the Detroit Pistons, offensively, they just, they're not good, man. They don't have enough on the offensive end to put up enough points to probably keep up with the Hawks. I, I probably see the Hawks getting up to by, what, 114, 115, and I don't even see the, uh, the Detroit Pistons cracking a 90 point mark in this game so uh i'm leaning yeah. towards the under yeah um i can't i can't get behind that squad man i just can't yeah. they the fact that they lost both of those games like that to the bulls and mm-hmm. you know these back we talk about these back-to-back um game sets where you're playing these teams in such yeah. close proximity like normally they split those games like right. more more often than not they split those games so that for them to drop two is it's something going on there and you know maybe Cade coming back towards the end of the month to do something better for him. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I think that obviously when you're missing the number one overall pick in this series, or sorry, in the NBA draft, uh, I think that's uh, that's going to take a toll on you. Let's take a uh, quick break here, Terrell. We'll come back and we'll dive into more of these games for tonight uh, on the Monday night schedule. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever you wager first is WinBet will match it up to $200. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a free $200 bet. 
Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, PropSwappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So improve, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into the next game here. I see currently the Chicago Bulls favored by minus one and a half going up to Toronto, Canada and Drake's land. Um, total of two twelve and a half. Terrell, where are you at with this game? This seems a little trappy to me, man. Yeah, this line's dropped. This line's dropped. It opened up at two and a half. I think I've honestly seen it at three um, mm. at a book earlier this morning when I was looking. And now it's down to one and a half. So, But it's not for no reason. So Vucevic is actually questionable in this game with an illness. Okay. Uh, this just came down like literally right before we started to record because I was looking at this line. I said, dang, it dropped. And I got on Twitter, you know, the best search engine ever on Twitter. Yep. And, you know, yeah, Vucevic is questionable with, it in, with an illness. So he may play. He may not play. Um, I possibly could have been wrong about this Bulls team. Maybe it's still early. Jury's still out. I still Let's like pump the break. Yeah, I, as much as yeah, I doubted yeah. them, uh, they played yeah. Detroit twice. So yeah. let, let's wait so and I'm see. Not, I'm not, I'm, I'm still, I mean, they, they have looked pretty decent and, but it's Detroit and uh, the Pelicans that they played. Like those are yeah. the three games like, they haven't played. And, and now they're playing Toronto. Games. Yeah. And now they're playing Toronto. And I'm just sitting here like Toronto's really not that much better. And because Toronto's not that much better is why I'm on the Bulls. Cause I'm like, okay, the Bulls may be one of these teams that just beats up on, on weaker teams. Yeah. And when they go play some competition, then they'll get humbled really quickly. But uh, this Toronto team is not good. They still play well defensively, but mm-hmm. they they're just not putting it together yet. That was yeah. a pretty good win against a pretty good win against Boston, but I just don't I don't see it as a whole. I think that you know Pascal Siakam being out for this squad really does mean a lot for them, and that mm-hmm. is a really big piece for them that is gone. And they're trying to kind of fill that role. And they'll probably look a lot better when he gets back into that rotation and they can kind of do more things defensively and offensively with what he brings to the game. But as of right now, this Bulls team is clicking and I think that they're good enough to beat up on these, you know, weaker teams in the East and in the West. So I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bulls and the points here. I don't necessarily like it, but Mm. I think, I think they're good enough to win, win this by more than a possession. Yeah, um, yeah, I just don't know, man. I, I don't really have a feel for this game. I, I do have a feeling of total. I'll get to that in a second. But DeMar DeRozan back in, going back to Toronto, that's not going to be a storyline because he's already been there since he got uh, traded. 
from them uh, from there when he went over to San Antonio. But um, I'll talk about that in a minute after you finish. Yeah, I think that Chicago right now is the more talented team. And I say that with hesitation, because like you mentioned earlier, we don't have enough of a sample right now to see how good these games are. And like you mentioned, Chicago's played Detroit twice and the Pelicans once, right? Two of the worst teams in the NBA in their respective conferences, for sure, because they are missing key guys. Um, I'll lean with Toronto here at home. Um, I don't feel great about it, but I do love this under 212 and a half in this game. This yep. is, I think, is a high total for both of these teams. We've seen what Chicago's low scoring they had against um, uh, against Detroit, and then Toronto, what they've done offensively. I think they're still struggling without Siakam. They're a pretty good defensive team, so I think this is going to be a slower pace game. At least through the first three games here for both of these teams, they rank 19th and 26th in possessions per game, so definitely playing at a slower pace, not pushing the ball up and down the floor, so that's where I am. You had thoughts on DeMar DeRozan, uh, Terrell? Yeah, uh, quick to just throw in it because I love the under as well. I'm probably going to bet that tonight. But, yeah, uh, yeah Toronto, um, Toronto, fifth in turnovers. Like, you know, they they still get after it defensively, guys. Yeah. They really do. But, yeah, so we got to remember, like, definitely with a lot of these players and just, you know, coming back home. It's, and he's been back to Toronto a few times like, yeah. since he got traded. But this offseason is when, you know, he had he was on Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp. And, you know, he sat there and he came out about how uh, he got notified that he got traded, how he thought everything was good, mm-hmm. like, right before then, that like, he's finding out he got traded and all that stuff, how he was hurt, all that, like, yo, that's prisoner in the moment, like, prisoner yeah. in the moment, he's still thinking about that and, like, dog, they really, like, they really got rid of me, like, and now he's back there in Toronto, like, this is not in Chicago, he's going back to Toronto, yeah. like, he knows that gym, he knows that gym. He knows where his spots are on that court. Like he's played there so many times. He he knows everything. And so and he knows this team. Yeah. And so with Vucevic possibly being out, and I like this play before Vucevic in illness. So I'm not even, mm-hmm. you know, but I got a DJ's play in this game. Go for it. DeMar DeRozan, a double double, and Chicago to win is eleven to one right now. Ooh. I don't think that's impossible. And I say I don't think that's impossible because I think that DeMar DeRozan triple-double could be possibly in play as well. But okay. I like the double-double and the win a lot more. Yeah. You're probably going to get heavy juiced odds on the triple-double for DeMar, for DeMar. So if you want to just sprinkle something on that, I do it. It's worth it. I mean, shoot, Lonzo got a triple-double against the, the Pelicans that yeah. we just didn't talk about. So Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but – I think that he's active enough um, as a ball handler to get the assist. And I think that um, if Vucevic is out, he'll be active enough around the rim to, you know, snag the rebounds. He's gotten a double-double against them before. Yeah. I think this is a chance where, you know, he's just going to be active. Like, he's going to be flying around the court. He's going to want to make his presence known in that game. And if he can't put up a bunch of points, like, I don't think he's going to put up a whole bunch of points. I think that the double-double is in play. So, I'm interested in it. I'm going to sprinkle on it. DeMar DeRozan, uh, double-double, Chicago to win, 11-1. There we go, man. I always actually do like that, especially 
Uh, like uh, Terrell mentioned, make sure to check that injury report for Vucevic because I think that opens up, again, a lot of rebounding opportunities if he's mm-hmm. out and points to be filled with Vucevic being out. So make sure to check that injury report. But I, I will co-sign that 11-1. to I like that, man. Double-double plus Chicago to win going up to Toronto, even though I'm leaning towards uh, leaning towards uh, the Toronto <laughs> Raptors here. But <clears throat> I think that if I was tying it with DeMar DeRozan props, 11 to 1 is a great way to get your Monday and your week started here. <clears throat> Let's go to the next game here, Terrell. Um, we have the Orlando Magic heading down to South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. Currently seeing a line of minus 13 for the Miami Heat over under at 211 and a half. Terrell, where are you going with this game, buddy? Yeah, so uh, Orlando on the back-to-back stretch just came from uh, New York and, you know, put a beating down on the Knicks. I, I was on the right side of that game. I had Orlando plus 12. Actually, I was 5-1 and one in, my, in my picks la- last night. Yeah, it was on a little bit of a heater. You might want to fade me today. Uh, <laughs> on a little bit of a heater there, that 5-1, and one, the freaking Lakers, man. Yeah. Didn't cover. One, but didn't keep cover. So close, but no scar. But either way, so they're coming off. Uh, they're coming off a back to back. Cole Anthony went off, but this Orlando team is just not good right now. Like no. they're just not good. I mean, I'm happy for that win because I'm still on my Orlando over. But I I expected those wins to come later on in the season. I don't expect a lot of those wins to come now, and I don't think that it's going to come even close to this spot tonight. Uh, Miami's top ten in points per game and top ten in points allowed. Yeah. Like they are playing like one, they 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 are one and one, but they really do look like one of the best teams in the league. Uh, Kyle Lowry's, uh, I think, doubtful for this game. Okay, maybe questionable um, with the ankle injury. So uh, that's something to look out for, especially in how that rotation is going to go with them. You may see some more Vincent in the starting lineup, like you did for the Pacers game. But I don't know. I'm I'm Orlando second to last and threes giving up. Miami shoots three. Like this could be a Duncan Robinson game. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm still looking for that game where Duncan Robinson is just like unconscious from three the entire game. So this that could be worth the sprinkle going crazy on Duncan Robinson today. You know, it's a young Orlando team missing assignments, trying to come over and help and just leaving the shooter out out in the corner. So I don't know. I'm on the Heat here. I think the Heat are one of the best teams in the league, and I think that they're going to show it, especially after losing in overtime to the Pacers. Yeah, I think this might be in a spot where the Orlando Magic are fat and happy after going up to New York in Madison Square Garden and getting a victory there. Now you got to mm-hmm. come home, or sorry, now you got to travel back to Florida and take <clears throat> take on a probably motivated uh, Miami Heat team coming off of the loss in overtime to the Pacers, so they'll be hungry for a win. Uh, like Terrell mentioned, um, Kyle Lowry is question or sorry, he is out for this game. You said right, Terrell? Oh no, I think he. I don't think he's officially out just okay. yet. I think he's like questionable. Is okay. he, I think he's questionable right now. Um, he didn't play the last game, so he may be able to suit up tonight. But just look out for that. Okay. Yeah, I'll lead with Miami here. Also, I mean, and it's a little chalky with the big number, but like Terrell said, this Orlando Magic team's not that great. I mean, they did get a big victory going up to New York yesterday. But being in a back-to-back situation with a rested Miami team, um, I just think that you know Miami's another one of those teams that we kind of talk about that are probably good at home, like the Milwaukee Bucks or like the Atlanta Hawks. And I think these East teams 
when they're at home, they're probably, you know, a better team at home. But um, yeah, I agree with you there. And also look at the under in this game also, man. I just don't think that Orlando Magic will put up enough points against Miami Heat team. Last mm-hmm. game against the Pacers, it was 102-91, a game that went into overtime, Terrell. 190 <laughs> points put up in 53 minutes between those two teams. And we talked about how good of a offensive team Indiana Pacers can be. Now Orlando Magic have to take on this Miami Heat team that are going to be a great defensive team all year long. Um, I, I think I kind of like that Orlando Magic team total to go under also tonight. Um, so I'm looking at, you know, the Miami Heat, the under in this game, and also possibly Orlando Magic team total under 99 points. Uh, any final thoughts or any player props you have for this game, Terrell? Uh, yeah, if um, Kyle Lowry doesn't play, I'm on Jimmy Butler's assist. I think Jimmy Butler would be the primary ball handler. Yeah. Uh, Rather than, you know, um, Vincent out there, I think Jimmy Butler is going to have the ball in his hand a lot. a lot. Um, possibly Bam, too. Bam probably could okay. get a few assists in there with Kyle Lowry out, but I think that opens the door and assists um, for Bam and Jimmy Butler, but I'm on Jimmy. Okay, there we go. Uh, Jimmy Butler assists over if you're saying that if Kyle Lowry's out, right? Yeah, 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 it definitely. If Kyle Lowry's out, I think that is is not going to um, inflate enough. Where it's not going to be a, bit, a good bit. Okay, yeah. So definitely, guys, make sure to check that injury report as we get closer and closer to game time. We've talked about a few key guys that might be out, so make sure to check that injury report. Let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. We have the undefeated Washington Wizards going to Brooklyn <laughs> to take on Kevin Durant, James Harden, and the Brooklyn Nets. Currently seeing the Nets at home favored by minus six and a half with a total of 228. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game, buddy? This feels like the game where the Nets just gotta just gotta prove, like, yo, we're still we're still the Brooklyn Nets, yo. Like yeah. we still got Kevin Durant, we still have James Harden. Like they're they're not there is no this is a lot for me. Okay. This is a lot for me. I got it at I got it at minus eight. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it starts climbing. Like, closer to game time, this number starts climbing. Uh, this is a lock. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, don't think, I don't think that uh, there is anything that's going to stop this Brooklyn Nets team at home bringing the Wizards, uh, who are smelling themselves after being 2-0, really smelling mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Uh, I think this Wizards team is a bad defensive team, and which is – I mean, the Nets are, aren't anything defensively either, but – you know, I'm going to take the team with the pro- more prolific offense that I know is just going to be unconscious out of nowhere. Guys like Patty Mills um, coming off the bench and just hitting threes out the ass. So, no, nah, <laughs> I'm all over Brooklyn here. Super, super duper chalky, but I'll take yeah. it. I, you got to have a really, really chalky play around here. So, yeah, and uh, again, I'm with Brooklyn. Yeah, we kind of take a look at what Washington did over the first two games, right? They went up against Toronto. In Toronto, they got that game 98-83 where both teams were not shooting well, especially Toronto. Only put up 83 points in that game, and it was a barn burner uh, between the Indiana Pacers and the Washington Wizards in their second game where they you know, got a victory of 135-134, where in that game, the Pacers were leading, I think, by double – I'm sorry, by – two possessions at least as they kind of wound down that mm-hmm. game, but they gave it up. And, and I think, you know, did what he had some clutch shots in that game and they were able to make some free throws to get that victory. But now you're going up against the uh, Brooklyn Nets and now you're going into Brooklyn and you're going to have to face Kevin Durant. You're going to have to face James Harden. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think that this is a spot where, 
Um, you're right. I agree with you, Terrell. Minus six and a half seems like a good number to back the Nets here back in Brooklyn. Uh, going up against his Wizards team, I think Kevin Durant, James Harden should have a night against his defense. I agree with you. I'll go minus six and a half with the Nets and a great bounce back spot here uh, up against the Indiana Pacers. Did you have any player props for this game, Terrell, or any uh, thoughts on the total here? Yeah, so um, over. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna auto auto until <laughs> until they. I'm just gonna auto bet over with the Nets and the Wizards. And so if they're playing together, of course I'm gonna auto bet the over. But uh, until they show me otherwise, I'm just keep betting over on them. Uh, but player props wise, I just because one the total is. I mean the line is kind of giving me pause for concern because all the money is on the Nets, but. Uh, the line is dropping. I got it at minus eight. Now it's at six and a half. So it's like, okay, this line is kind of falling a little bit. Mm. Um, and it, it shouldn't be. So that, there's reverse line movement here. I'm not too concerned about reverse line movements this early in the season, though. I think yeah. that it just takes time. Like, it takes time. Like, books don't understand these teams. Betters don't understand these teams. Like, you know, I, it, once we get further in the season, if I see reverse line movement, I'm going to tell you to smash it. But right now, I'm not really too concerned about it. I'm just looking at kind of, you know, the X's and O's, and, you know, these are the teams. Uh, player prop rise, kind of hedging my bet here because of this line movement. And I'm going to say, you know, this feels like it's got to be a Bradley Beal game. Like okay. this has to be this got to be Bradley Beal's, you know, uh, coming out party where he's like, hey, remember, I'm still one of the best scorers in, in the league. Okay. Like I'm, I was almost a scoring champ. So this is the one where he comes out and he just goes unconscious and just starts, you know, hitting from a barrage all over the court. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you, man. Especially with a total that it is relatively high. Let's say at 228. I think that, you know, your stars are going to shine in this game. So between Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, James Harden. Um, I think this is a game we know uh, where we see a lot of a uh, lot of a uh, lot of the uh, the stars shining in this game. So uh, that's a player prop to look at for Bradley Beal. I do see a questionable mark for him. He did not play in the last game, but mm-hmm. uh, again, like we've mentioned, make sure to check that injury report. It's very very key when you're picking some of these games and and looking at player props because um, that's vital information. Uh, let's go over to the next game, Terrell. We have the lowly. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves favored by minus five and a half with a total of 226 here. Uh, Terrell, where are you going with this game, buddy? So we got another game where uh, these teams just played. Like this was the last team, last game these teams played, and mm-hmm. now they're meeting again. Uh, Minnesota got the win in that one. I think Pelicans get the win in this one. So I'm saying take the Pelicans and the points and sprinkle some on the money line here. Uh, this Pelicans team is 0-2, and I think that, you know, last game, uh, Graham, Devontae Graham didn't get going. Uh, Nikhil Alexander didn't get going. Like, you know, it was a lot of yeah. things that uh, kind of hampered them a little bit, and I think that, you know, getting to see this team a second time, uh, you've been in you've been in Minnesota this whole time. You kind of got acclimated to the travel at this point. Like sure. you're, you've been sitting there for a day, so getting shots in and you know shooting in Minnesota. So I think that they're gonna have a better shooting night, and I think this is gonna be the night that the Pelicans they go out and get a, get their first win, especially against a two and zero Minnesota team. I don't think Minnesota goes three and zero. So yeah, and I agree with about what you said about you take a look at their starting backcourt. Devontae Graham and Alexander Walker combined for eight of thirty eight in that game, and they still only lost the game by seven. 
Yeah. Uh, in large part, that was because Valanciunas and uh, Ingram combined for 50 points and 23 rebounds. But if you're going to win games, you're going to have to get something out of those two guys. And I think that, you know, like you said, they'll have a better shooting night here. I will lean with the Pelicans here also, um, just because that they, again, if the Pelicans just have a better shooting night here, um, I think that they can squeak out their first victory or at least keep it close for sure in this game. And through these first uh, three games for the Pelicans, um, Terrell, I've been pounding the Brandon Ingram props, and they've been three and zero points and yep. rebounds. They've gone over single. They've gone over in every single game. Yep. Without Zion, he has to be that guy for this team, right? And he's getting the shot attempts. He's he's a pretty great rebounder for this uh, Pelicans team. He's also mm-hmm. getting you know a couple assists in there. So definitely look out for Brandon Ingram points and uh, rebounds um, player prop wise. And before Zion, I mean, he was the guy. Like, yeah. You know, Scoring, before yeah. before Zion was really like really really a thing, like Brandon Ingram was the guy that they were leaning on. So yeah, uh, he's been in here. He's been his lineman. You know, he's a Kingston guy, Kingston, North Carolina, two five two. Like mm-hmm. you know that he 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 can ball. He knows the pressure. He knows the limelight. He's not scared of none of that. So yeah, I definitely love Brandon Ingram props here. Yeah, let me quickly see if I can give that one out here. Yeah, I mean points and rebounds right now. Why is it at twenty nine and a half? What am I missing yeah, here? No, he he can get that on points alone. Yeah, and he had 30 last game. Yeah, I was saying points and rebounds. Brandon, you know, 29 and a half. I'm taking the over on that again. I don't think the market has adjusted for that. So I'll give you that player prop uh, for tonight. I know we're going to – I'm doing a prop cast NBA edition later on with John, but again – 29 and a half Brandon Ingram what do we what do we do in your books let's let's take the gift that keeps on giving there let's go yep. over to the next game uh Terrell we have the um Cleveland Cavaliers headed to the mile high city to take on the reigning MVP Nuggets at home favored by minus nine and a half with a total of 219 and a half our Cleveland Cavaliers that are starting three seven footers what yep. do you think with this game? Do you think that they'll be able to give some tr- trouble to the Joker here tonight? Yeah. Yeah, the Joker is – I mean, the, we talk about what the Joker can do offensively, but we don't mention him defensively. Like, he's yeah. never been somebody that's, you know, scared any of us three defensively. And now they got two guys down low in the paint and Evan Mobley and uh, Jared Allen who are going to yeah. be, you know, going back and forth with them. Mm-hmm. So – uh, I think this is possibly another Evan Mobley game. Evan Mobley looks really, really good. Like, he, he doesn't does. look like one of those centers that, you know, takes some time to adjust to the league. Like, he looks like he's ready for the league right now. He's able to – he can not only just, you know, play down in the paint, but play outside too. So, I'm definitely interested in Evan Mobley's game and seeing what he does. Yeah, and if we, I, I, and we're looking at the stat box here for Evan Mobley, and I think that sneaky something to look at would be for his points and uh, – sorry, his – Blocks and steals because against the Hawks, he had four blocks, one steal against the Charlotte Hornets, two blocks, two steals. And then in uh, the opening game against Memphis, he had a block and a steal. A lot of times you're probably going to find a minus one and a half uh, stat projection for most guys on at one and a half. It might be juiced, but I think that might mm-hmm. be a player prop angle to look at. But as far as this game, yeah, I think that uh, this Cleveland Cavaliers team, I think they're, you know, as they get more and more games under their belts here. Um, this team can be dangerous um, to cover spreads. I'm not saying to win out games, but I think they can, yeah. at any single night, they can keep it competitive. So if this number does get outside of 10, I'm going to wait on this because I'm currently seeing juice uh, on that minus nine and a half. It gets outside of 10. I'm going to be taking the Cleveland Cavaliers here. Um, you know, Ricky Rubio, 
this guy, I think it's crucial to have a veteran like this on your team because uh-huh. he can really guide the young guys, man. Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Isaac Okura on this team. We saw him do it last year when he was on the Minnesota Timberwolves with Anthony Edwards, right? And and having that type of veteran in your locker room, I think that can only boost confidence for the young guys. And like you mentioned, Terrell, Evan Mobley, off to a great start in his rookie campaign, and I think he's kind of been overshadowed because, number one, he is in Cleveland, and he, they don't get that much coverage because LeBron's not there anymore. But again, if you go inside and look at his his, his stat box and his game log, he's almost putting up a double-double every single night. And I mentioned blocks and steals is something to probably look at for Evan Mobley. Yeah, no, I, I definitely love it. I like the Ricky Rubio angle as well. I think that, yeah, this is – I mean, if you look at the games that the, – the three games the Cavs been in, they've been in those games now, yeah. whether, you know, they kind of blew it at the end and kind of mm-hmm. messed up the cover for a few folks. But they these have been relatively close games, all three of them. So, yeah, I think 10 is just a little bit too much to be given the Cavs right now. Yeah. um, I think they can keep it inside. I think they can keep it inside 10. It could be like a, you know, five, six-point game towards the end, and then a couple of fouls might put them at like eight or nine, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely if you see a 10 or anything getting outside of 10, I would definitely take a look at taking the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers at that point. Uh, let's move over, I believe, to the last game of the night here, Terrell. Uh, we've got the Portland Trailblazers coming off a thrashing of the uh, Phoenix Suns, who were kind of in a tricky situation because they were in a back-to-back against the, uh, coming off that Lakers win. But the Portland Trailblazers uh, will be in L.A. to take on the Clippers, Currently seeing a short line of minus two and a half with the Clippers over under 230 and a half. 231 is the numbers I'm seeing. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this uh, last game of the night, buddy? Okay, so uh, for start for starters, Norman Powell is out for this game. Yes. So we're not going to see any Norman Powell this game. Yep. Uh, this got to be this got to be it for Dane. Like like you know we already know it's bad blood between these two teams like between Dame and Paul George like even though they say it's squash like it's never truly like they may be cool but it's still a lot of gamesmanship it's still a rivalry between those yeah. two for sure for certain and you know Dame's averaging 19.5 points in these first two games like this is this feels like the game where Dame has to just go crazy like go crazy with a barrage of threes uh I like Dame's uh prop for five plus threes tonight you'll probably okay. get that at, at a pretty decent plus money yeah um this got this has to be it like this has to be it where dame goes crazy i don't think that he just kind of lets just walks down into uh la you know back in california and doesn't put on a show for you know people that may have traveled to see him up from oakland or uh or anything and definitely not let paul george show out because i think paul george is going to have a pretty nice game here too I'm currently seeing Dame over four and a half three point shots made at plus one twenty five. Yeah, your eyes just I think lit that's, up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that's the chorus. I think that. Yeah, especially you know, with Paul this out. Is, yeah, this is definitely this is the game that you know he's got to get right. He's got to get right. This could be a thirty to forty point game for him, mm-hmm. and you know, just because it's a 30, 40 point game doesn't mean that they're going to automatically win. Like I'm still on the Clippers here. I think the Clippers are a better team. Yeah, for certain. I'm not bought into this uh to this Blazers team as a whole at all. I really mm-hmm. just like you know top two guys on this team. Everybody else still has to show me something. Yeah, but and again, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that I know it's a small sample here, but Clippers are 
allowing opposing teams to shoot 45% from three-point land, which is ranked number 30, I believe, which would be dead last. So something yeah. to keep in mind, I think that just kind of adds to the Damian Lillard three-point shot made uh, prop here tonight. But I just quickly wanted to mention that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm still on the Clippers here. Um, I'll lay the points with them. I think that they're the better team overall. I think Paul George is going to have a pretty good game here. Okay. Uh, even even it's going to, like, go tat for tat with him and Dane probably for the most of this game. I don't think either one of them has an option for the other. And it's really going to be like, okay, what is everybody around? Like, is CJ going to keep – CJ's been hot so far. Is CJ going to keep this going this game yeah. on the road? Is – uh. You know, Marcus Moore is going to show up for the Clippers. Like, is Reggie Jackson going to have a good shooting night? Uh, Terrence Mann, like, I just think this Clippers team just has, you know, Eric Bledsoe, like, this Clippers team just has a lot of other options to go to. They really do. And I think that it's going to be really, really interesting to see what they do uh, as a whole. But this team is deep. They play, they got, what, one, two, three, four people playing 30 plus minutes, another four playing 20 plus minutes. Like this team is deep. And so yeah. uh, I like this Clippers squad. I think that they're going to come get the win here. I just think that the Blazers start the season too slow. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go with the Blazers. Sorry, the Clippers here also on that short number of minus two and a half. I just want to see more out of this Blazers team before I want to start backing them. And I know during the priests or in the, in the preseason, I took their over wins at 44 and a half, but I think, you know, having a new coach, I just want to see a sample of 10 games of who this Portland Trailblazers team is. And with the Clippers, I mean, yeah, they're missing Kawhi, obviously, but they pretty much have that same roster that they had from last season, right? Same head coach, Ty Lue. Paul George has been carrying this team in the first two games for the Clippers so far. So definitely looking at Paul George props. He's going to be the man throughout the season for them. So before the market catches up to them, you probably want to get on these stars that are missing their co-stars and Start looking at their player their player props, whether it's points, rebounds, and assists, or points and rebounds, because Paul George is also doing a pretty good job of re- rebounding the basketball. Um, any opinion on the total here, Terrell? Um, yeah, I think it's over. Okay. I think that this is this is one of those games where it's like, you know, one twenty to one thirty, like. If you look at um, the Clippers, they've given up a lot of points. Like you think of the Clippers back, and they think of them like a real defensive team, but they've given up a lot of points. And granted, I don't like this this Trailblazers team right now, but they can score. They can yes. still score. Like, yeah. and if you just let if Damon CJ just have a good game, that's half of their team total right there. So, yeah. um, no man, I'm still on. I'm still on the total. I think that this is going to be a relatively close game to the end. I just think that the Clippers have too much to pull away and, you know, it'll be a few missed shots by the Trailblazers in the game. Yeah, just to, just what uh, Terrell mentioned, that in the first two games here for the Clippers, they've given up 115 to the Warriors and 120 to the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, so 228 and 234 in those two games. And now you have the Portland Trailblazers coming in that are a very, very hot offensive team. Let's take one last final break here and we'll wrap up the show with uh, a few best bets. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athlete so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite athletes, start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account. 
Use promo code SGPNNBA, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time, as long as a player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with promo code SGPNNBA to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And don't forget, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, Terrell, coming off the break. Those were the nine games for tonight's Monday night schedule. Uh, let's wrap it up here with a best bet, or if you have a couple best bets or a player prop best bet, whatever you want to give out to the people, man. What do you got? Uh, yeah, best bet. I'm going, like I said, I'm going with the Nets here. I think this is a get right spot for the Nets. I'm going to fade the, uh, the little bit of reverse line movement that's going on this early on in the season. I'm just saying the Nets are the better team. The Nets are a huge scoring team. And even if Bradley Beal, you know, kind of goes crazy this game, like it's going to take everybody on that Wizards team for them to keep up with what the Nets have going right now. So, yeah, um, I think that they're going to be mad. They lost their home opener to Charlotte. They definitely didn't want to go out and lose that game. Like, you know, you want to start your season off right for the home crowd. I think they're going to be pissed off. And I think they're going to come in here and just want to beat down on the Wizards who are a bottom team in the, in the East, they know this. They know yeah. that they're one of the best teams. Was one of the worst teams. So you should be try- You should try to win this game by double digits easily. Hundred percent, man. I like that play also. Kevin Durant, James Harden. They got a ball out tonight. Um, it's early on in the season, but I think this is where you got to pile up those wins against probably the lesser opponents of the Eastern Conference, like you said. So definitely a back at home, a get right spot for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, for myself. Um, <clears throat> God, I don't want to go chalky, man. Like, like a couple of double, these double digits here. Um, let's go with the under in the Orlando. No, let's go with the under in the Pistons and the Hawks game. Okay. And we talked about how I think the Pistons just don't have enough offensively to probably keep up with this Atlanta Hawks team. Um, currently seeing the number at two twelve and a half, so I'm going to take the under in that game. Uh, I think these are two of the slower-paced teams, at least early on in the season. And uh, I think that um, it, the Detroit Pistons are just going to struggle all season scoring the basketball here. So I'm going to take the under 212.5 as my best bet. Uh, Terrell, you have a player prop best bet you want to give out? Uh, player prop best bet. Let's see. What do I got here on my handy-dandy black book here? Uh, Giannis. Giannis over 11 and a half rebounds. So Giannis has hit this prop uh, in nine of his last 10 against the Pacers. And, you know, we talked about, you know, who's going to stop Giannis, like who's going to slow him down. I think he's can get a lot of offensive rebounds here off of, you know, maybe his own misses, other people's misses. like, yeah. And then, you know, he'll be able to get on the defensive glass pretty well. So I like Giannis here. I think the line's already jumped to 12 and a half, and you'll get plus money at that 12 and a half. Yeah. I just, you know, I'll bet it back down to 11 and a half just to be certain and just lay a little bit of juice. You might lay 130 on it, but yeah. uh, I think it'll be worth it. I think Giannis hits this prop. Yeah, definitely, again, shop around for these numbers because I'm seeing both a – 12 and a half and 11 and a half here. So, um, you know, make sure if you have multiple outs to definitely uh, shop around for this number and, and get the best number. So 
Um, like I said, I will be recording a NBA edition prop cast with John here in a little bit um, for player props for the Monday night schedule. But again, there's Terrell giving out his best bet for both side and total and a player prop. So that brings us to the end of it. Um, <clears throat> we're going to try to grind these out multiple times a week between myself and Terrell um, and, and, you know, just get it out to the listeners on, on, you know, hopefully we have good in-depth stats knowledge as we've kind of progressed through the se- uh, through the season here and throughout the week. So make sure, like Terrell said earlier, make sure you're, you're watching or if not watching this game, go through the box scores and look at which players are performing and, and what's going on because we're still getting a feel for these teams. And, and it's only, you know, some of these teams are only played two games. Some have played three games. It's early on. Maybe lower your um, your unit size when you're betting these games. Maybe a half a unit or or fourth of a unit if you need action on a game. But again, we're 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 still learning about some of these teams and how they're playing and and they're figuring out their rotations and things like that. So definitely keep that in mind. But like I said, we'll be here throughout the week. Um, you know, check in with the NBA Gambling Podcast. Make sure to subscribe. If you aren't subscribed, you're not going to know when the pod drops immediately for those games. So we're going to try to go as early as possible uh, when these lines are dropped. Make sure we get it out to the people so you have all day to listen before the games tip off. Terrell, uh, any final thoughts, buddy? And also let them know where the people can find you on uh, social media, bud. Yeah, man. Once again, shout out to the Queen City Charlotte 704 with the Hornets tonight. Uh, You know, wish I was back in Charlotte. We'll watch the game with them. Uh, Charlotte league best in the third quarter, outscoring opponents ninety eight to sixty three in the third quarter. I might, I might have a Charlotte third quarter bet tonight just to see how, see if that's a little trend going on. Uh, what else do I have for you? Yeah, sprinkle on that Pelicans. I'm on the Pelicans tonight. I think that's my dog. Uh, if we were doing a lot dog tees, I would definitely make the Pelicans my dog tonight. I think that's a pretty nice dog. Um. Sprinkle on them plus, uh, plus five and a half. I think that's all good to go. And everybody knows where to find me at really rare underscore underscore on Twitter. College football experience, college basketball experience. Hey, we like 16, 16 days away from college basketball. Oh, man, yes, I'm gonna be real busy. Yeah, I'm gonna be real busy around <laughs> here. Uh, and, you know, uh, down here at the NBA Gambling Podcast, like I said, cashing tickets all year long. Cashing yes, tickets. <clears throat> and make sure, again, guys, check out the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, we're putting up our picks for NBA uh, every single night between myself. Um, there's a couple other guys. Uh, Terrell's putting in his picks also for the NBA. Uh, Ryan McKee, he's putting out his picks on um, <clears throat> Sorry, the uh, uh, NBA pick section, so make sure to check that out. And also, if you have not followed the NBA Gambling Podcast Twitter account yet, make sure to do that. Because I will be retweeting the once the pods are out, uh, retweeting it from there. Follow uh, the Sports Gambling uh, Podcast Twitter account when the, that's where the pods are dropping. And also follow me at SportsNerd824. I will be tweeting it out also, also my other player props. So to make sure to follow all these accounts, I know people have been asking when the pods are dropping, that's where they will be dropping. And of course, like I said, subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast as well as all the other shows across the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. With that being said, let's get this Monday started off profitable. We'll be back within the next 24 to 48 hours to break down some more games for you guys all throughout the season. Till then, let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to...